The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Oh, Jess, I thought that I was sitting in on the Dawson's Creek podcast today <laughs> instead of coming to my normally scheduled program of the Boy Meets World podcast. Ma'am, you need to learn the basics first. Um, the, <laughs> the basics. basics. Yeah, the, go back to the Don't. basics of Boy Meets Don't. World. Dawson's Creek is too advanced for you right now, I Ooh. think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to learn how to actually do my notes again <laughs> since I like anti-notes in the new year. <laughs> Exactly. No two. I don't need notes, but no, I need to go back to the basics. Got to go to philosophy class. Honestly, no, sounds like my nightmare for English philosophy class. to be your first like college course. Sounds awful. Um, I Not feel like I would have failed instantly. <laughs> Not for Sean. Hey, Jess, do you spell your name J-E-S-S-S or just J-E-S-S? <laughs> I don't know that that joke works with me because there's not two ways to spell my name. Actually, However, you know what? It it would have been better if you if you asked me that question. Yeah, yeah. Or I can ask our guest that question. Asia, do you spell your name A S I A like the country or A Y S A J like your name? Right? Yeah, like you know, I get a variety of spellings. I get A Y E S H A. I get at work a common one is A S H Y A. When my name is right there. Asha. It, you know. Right. Yeah. Like literally to email me, you had to have spelled my name correctly in the email. And then they're like, that can't be it. Yeah. I have to spell it a different way when I address you. (laughs) So I was like, (laughs) 
it's wild. really like an epidemic the email thing like i get called like sharon it's like how did you even how do we even get <laughs> adding letters ma'am take them away <laughs> i get jennifer more than you'd think and i'm like i mean like, you got the first couple letters correct like good on you i guess that's just a pure lack of effort. Really, like you, yeah. you really just don't care at this point. You know, when I work with people, like I've been working with them, like maybe like a couple of years and then they're like, hey, Aisha, do you have any input? I'm like, <laughs> no. you know, <laughs> you know, years, every Excuse me. exactly. It's like I have literally anytime I join a call, I'm like, hi, it's Asia. I'm like, and I set the stage. Yeah. You know, you can't if you hear me say it. Yeah. Then we're, it's why actually a confusion? fairly simple name. Like I understand <laughs> it's not spelled like you know E S I A, but like yeah. it's still spelled like it sounds. Yeah, I was like you know I I just have to thank my parents. You know they just <laughs> they it's they, like, they, they had to spell it that way. Why can't you just call me Jan and call it a day? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> then you get sure Jan like literally every day. <laughs> Correct. That, that is correct. That's correct. Um, so we had to invite Asia back on. Asia, how have you been since you last came on the podcast? What's new? Oh, I've been so good. I, you know, you know, the world that we're in, you have mm-hmm. to make do with what, what you can. Um, but living in Texas, you know, they're acting like it's 2019 here. So <laughs> nothing's closed. There's no space between any two people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm still trying to do my part. You know, yeah, I stay course. home when I can. I wear my mask. Um, but yeah, I the, I guess the latest would be um, I'm closing on a house soon. That's so uh, exciting. <laughs> so incredible. Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, you know, this is my like. Right now, I live in a house, but I'm renting. And then I just kind of got in this mindset, like, I, I don't think I could go back to an apartment. Yeah. Like, Pep, Pepper has a yard. <laughs> so, you know, I just, I, I want her to live her best life. So literally when I was looking for a house, that was my number one criteria. Yep. Yard for Pepper. And uh, I found that. And I'm so excited. And so right now, that's just all I've been thinking about is preparing for this house. That's so That's exciting. exciting. Do you have to buy like all new furniture since like you're living with like a roomie right now? Hey, thankfully, a lot of our shared furniture, I'm just going to buy off of her. So we split. Yeah, we split a lot of it. And she's like, yeah, yeah, just pay me for it. It's so nice that you have like such a good relationship with your roommate because I feel Mm -hmm. like that can get really contentious very quickly. You and your roommate's um, relationship is seriously the best like it seems like <laughs> gold you two are just two peas in a pod if you know it's it's worked out surprisingly well like we've lived together now for two and a half years and it's just like such a good balance like we're always like there's no hidden tension mm-hmm. if we feel a type of way we'll say it um so it's, it's been great I, I feel like it's been great compromise that we are into the same things like we work out it's same place. Ooh. We both do hell. We do HelloFresh together. Mm-hmm. So it's been good. It's, we've, we've had a good run. Now, so now, did you? Um, sorry, did you find your roommate either by going to the local Chubby's and being like, "Hey, I need a roommate," <laughs> or was she like a long lost sister? Right? <laughs> Those are the only options. Definitely, definitely the latter. Yeah, long lost sister for sure. Um, no, we actually work together. It. Um, I mean, we still work the same. We're, yeah, we're coworkers. And oh a my coworker gosh, too. <laughs> Could not be a better situation, honestly. I know. I know. Literally right before the pandemic, we started living together. And then the fact that we went virtual, I was Mm -hmm. like, as an extrovert, I was like, oh, my gosh, if I had still lived like alone, that would have been miserable. But yeah, I live with my live with a coworker. So we get to talk about work all the time. We both work from home. 
We both have a dog that can play with each other. So it works out. That's so great. <laughs> noodles and pepper. Just yes. iconic duo. Do well. do yeah. <laughs> right. You can't eat your noodles without pepper, you know? <laughs> That's true. Exactly. That's true. <laughs> Amazing. I don't know how Fudge, the other dog, right. comes into the picture. <laughs> oh, I don't no, like no. The fudge. That's dessert. That's dessert. 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 Yeah. 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 Like after noodles, you have to have dessert. Exactly. There we go. Yeah. There and then you yeah. get the fudge. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, let's talk some Boy Meets World. Uh, today, we are covering season five, episode four, Fraternity Row. Uh, the air date was October 24th, 1997. Goodness knows what I was doing back then, but probably doing something. Um, of course, I'm excited because we get like a sprinkling of Greek life, and there is nothing I enjoy more than talking about Greek life. Mm-hmm. Um, and Asia, I know that you were in a sorority, so... Yes. Uh, did you enjoy the small amount of Greek life that we got to see in this? Right. That's what's so funny. So I was in, um, or I still am currently in Alpha Cap Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Um, my mom is an AKA, my aunt is an AKA, and then like my bestest friends were, uh, like women that were also an AKA with me at University of Texas at Austin. And so it's always so funny watching TV portrayal of sororities and fraternities because it's so just like, I mean, it's it's true to some mm-hmm. sororities and fraternities, but then it's just like in the grand scheme of things, it's so different. Um, so I, I always think it's funny just how like, how it's portrayed, especially mm-hmm. right. how, you know, Eric just made it seem so it's so easy. Just just come up with something. Just create a fraternity. No problem. Yeah. You're fine. Oh, the girls will that, come. Yeah. The girls that, will come. Yeah. Oh, if, if only you have the letters, then the girls would come. Yeah. <laughs> right. Gosh. And it's like it usually like in when I was in college and a guy was in a fraternity, I'm like, mm, I don't know about you. Like I feel like I, I trusted them less. Asia has standards, okay? <laughs> Yeah, we don't we don't want to date fraternity guys. Right, we don't want to like, meet guys mm, at fraternity parties because all they're looking to do yeah. is get a bunch of girls in a closet with them, and that's it. <laughs> exactly. They think they have this certain level of status, so I'm just mm-hmm. like, you're just you're just Chris. Yeah. You know, you're not. Oh, you everybody know. knows a Chris. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah exactly but no I I enjoyed this too I love Jack's form of studying where he's just like sitting out in the hallway in like a lounge beach chair with a beverage and some chips and he just like waits for girls to walk by like sir your hallway is fairly short like how often are girls actually walking by right like you literally have probably have like four apartments near you yeah. And so y'all should y'all should at least at this point you've seen each other. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he knows Lisa's <laughs> name. Oh, you're Lisa from 3B. Like right. the the question is how many girls live in 3B? Because I feel as <laughs> though that other girl lived. There was a girl that lived there from like the last yeah. round. There's new girls that live there every week. I feel as though there's like 20 girls living in the <laughs> apartment. It could be one of those college things where it's like you're like 10 girls and you're like, okay, well, we can afford a three bedroom apartment. All right. So everybody's going to double up. Like, who knows if there could be a girl coming out of there every single episode. I mean, that's why you have to stand out there on the beach chair and waiting for somebody to come out just in case. Like there might be a new girl that comes out every single day. Who knows? Right. I mean, and friends, you know, I'll give Jack the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they have some friends over. That's true. Very social college. Yeah. If you do a four bedroom 
you put a bunk bed, maybe two it's bunk true. beds oh. in each room. Yeah. The possibilities if are you're endless. That poor, oh. yeah, it works. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Eric comes in like this hideous pink dress. Like this thing is like bright hot it's like a prom pink. dress and it yeah it looked uncomfortable it looked like it made noises when he walked you know what i mean like that material <laughs> um yeah. and he's just like oh yeah i stopped by a fraternity i pledged because i wanted to you know meet girls and he paid two hundred dollars for that dress in <laughs> the, the 1990s yes what? pricey that's pricey that's probably pricier than most girls pay for their formal dress at times <laughs> it's true um, and and the fact that like eric just walked by the gamma epsilon fraternity house and somehow got in mm-hmm. automatically and then right away got hazed within the first five <laughs> minutes of stepping into the fraternity house like it seems a little suspicious Right? Standards are low. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. The price to get in is just be an able, well, maybe not even an able-bodied person, just any person. Any person, any person that steps foot in the door. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah so they have <laughs> this whole exchange and like, you know, of course we get the like backwards thinking, like, oh, what are you doing in a dress? You know, you're always going to get those jokes in the 90s shows. Um, but I love that, like, at, at the very least, Eric is, like, feeling himself in this dress. Like, he is feeling mm-hmm. himself. And I appreciated that because I've heard, like, having watched some seasons of Drag Race, I've heard that, like, when you get people into drag, they, like, get this, like, confidence about them. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of the confidence I saw on Eric in this scene. And I did very much appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I actually just watched my very first ever episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Last Friday. Oh, what season? It the current season. Oh, okay. The new, the new the, one. Like yeah. the newest episode, and I've I've been told by Mari Forth to go back and watch. Mm-hmm. She told me which seasons I need yes. to watch first, and then go back yes. from the beginning. I just haven't started yet. You know, there's a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, the confident the confidence mm-hmm. that took over all of these queens as they just like walked, and you couldn't even tell who was who because it's just like they just were able to beat their face, mm-hmm. and they just looked beautiful. And uh, yeah, it's it's it it does something to you. I mean, when I get my makeup done, sometimes like if I get it done, not when I do it. If I do it, it takes like five minutes. I I look relatively the same. <laughs> but when someone else gets done, like I had a photo shoot last year and um got my makeup done, I was like, oh, who am I? Yeah, right? you're just like, ooh, who's she? Just like walking right? by every mirror, just like double checking. <laughs> yeah, right? that's how I yeah. feel like Eric felt in this dress. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I would like to think that Eric felt that way looking at himself in that dress and he wanted to wear the dress again. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a, exactly. I, I loved that aspect of the episode and like this storyline because like they could have gone a different way with it. And they did to an extent with Jack's comments. But like I like that Eric's like, don't touch my dress. Like I'm, I want to wear this again, you know. Yeah. Um. And then we get Sean coming in and seeing Jack set up with the beach chair. And I think that he is imagining, like, this is what college is like. You just hang out on the beach chair in the hallway. Um, And then another random girl from 3B comes out, Jennifer Crane. And she asks if they live there. And uh, Sean replies, I do indeedy, which (laughs) is not... That is not how you're going to get Jennifer Crane from 3B, <laughs> sir. It's not happening. Dee Dee. 
In, <laughs> yes, indeedy. Um, I'm like, do they even say that in high school? No. no nobody says right? that. <laughs> I think that he blanked out. Like, I think that he totally lost it. Like, it's been a while since Sean had a date, I feel. I think that he kind of lost his groove. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which is unfortunate for him, but um, but apparently that's quote unquote college talk. And she asks if they go to Pembroke. Corey at first outs tries to out him, which is like not the right move, right, Asia? Like you're not gonna out your bestie. You have to go along with the lie. Yes, you do. You have to read the situation really because you just wanna you just as a wingman, you just gotta do yeah. what that person needs you to do in that moment. And so I was just like, it would have been typical Corey to go ahead and out because he just tries to be so honest and tries to be so just do the right thing type of guy. Um, so I'm glad he read the situation and didn't totally out him to Jennifer Crane yeah. um, for, for Sean's sake. Yeah, yeah I let, you let your boy like, do his thing. You know, yeah. like, I, I just love Corey's side comments where he's just like, oh, great, a relationship starting off with a lie. Wonderful. Right. Bound to succeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another one. And this is the only reason Sean even goes to philosophy classes to literally get with this girl, which is like, yeah. oh, my gosh, the effort, Sean. <laughs> Yes. My only question is, so like she sees the book Introduction to Western Philosophy. Obviously, it was Jack's. However, Jack was not in the philosophy (laughs) class. He was probably skipping. Which if the way that they framed it, the way they framed it, too, was like, oh, you're an intro to Western philosophy. I'll see you in class tomorrow. I'll save a seat. Are there only one like is there one class for single like oh are you you know this is the professor what time so I was like okay there's one class but then for Jack not to be there I was like Mm -hmm. okay maybe there's not one class and they lucked up what if they were just talking about two different classes and I love Jack like not even noticing his textbook (laughs) (laughs) no Now I'm kind of thinking like maybe the professor thought like he was Jack Hunter and that's why he didn't question why there was an extra kid in the class because that's like my another question that I have like when you're Mm -hmm. in a lecture with like 100 to 300 kids which I've never been in but I've Mm -hmm. heard that it happens then like yeah they're not going to notice an extra seat like an, an extra person but this class had like 20 people in it <laughs> right. it's, it's intimate like, it's very intimate so i don't know how like he wasn't like who are you like are you yeah. even do you even go here <laughs> right well even with Corey showing up later on he doesn't doesn't question doesn't, doesn't blink question an eye <laughs> no um so now we have them in uh where are we are we in like Feeney's class now yes yes yeah so and they're like Feeney is trying to teach them like he's he's always trying to teach them he has to turn to Topanga uh for every question because everybody else apparently is very hopeless obviously I love the the quip of like uh Topanga's gotten the last 10 questions correct yeah and then she's like he goes to Corey and, Corey, and Topanga's like he won't know that one and she's like 11 out of 11, Feeney. I don't know the answer. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, Sean is clipping coupons for, like, Christmas presents, which um, we're still, like, a decent ways away from Christmas at this point, I think. Like, at least, <laughs> like, you know, in, in Boy Meets World land. So he's really getting ahead of his Christmas shopping. A planner. We, we love a planner. But I have a question. What? So the question that Feeney wrote on this, the chalkboard was, where are you from? 
What is he said? What's wrong with this sentence? What's what wrong is wrong with, with that sentence? I don't know. I thought the same thing, Asia. I was sitting there like, is there punctuation missing? Like I, I was analyzing this again. I was like, how does Topanga know the answer? Right? I'm like, I don't know the answer. I'm older than Topanga. I should know. I felt dumb too. I was like, there's something. Um, in weren't you an English major, Jess? I was, but it wasn't a punctuation thing. Where are you from? Unless there's not the question mark at the end of the sentence. And the thing right. is, Feeney is teaching like he's like, oh, this is back to basic. Like he's trying to teach Which is like what we get into with Sean's whole thing Right it's like yeah maybe he understands Philosophy like at a base level But he doesn't know the basics of like writing An essay and structure and all of that And sourcing and everything so I I have no idea How this is back to basics I don't know how this question relates to this I was like maybe think of it deeper Like where are you from oh I'm from I'm from Dallas Texas and then it's like, no, where are you really from? Oh, okay, yeah, I did ancestral DNA, so I know, you know, oh, parts of this, parts of that. Yeah, <laughs> was like, is it like another philosophy question? Like, it doesn't matter, like, where you're from. It matters where you're going. <laughs> like, maybe that's what it is. Maybe. Like, maybe we have to think, like, outside of the box. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm just like, why am I so puzzled? I'm li- I literally graduated high school, like, 13 years ago. Yeah. What what where's the disconnect? That's how Maybe. I felt too. I was like, I feel really stupid watching this and not knowing what the issue is. Right. Maybe they want you to use like apostrophe R E, like maybe like where are you from is a little mm-hmm. too formal. I don't know. I yeah. honestly I could not answer the question. No. Nope. I was an art major. Right. Um, <laughs> and I didn't even get into Pembroke. So right. yeah. um also, um, I love how Sean is clipping his coupons because now he lives in an apartment, so we have to save where we can. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. But he, like, isn't paying attention in class, and Feeney's obviously, like, very frustrated with him because I feel like the entire show has been, like, it's worked on Corey, I think. Like, Corey seems to be doing at least semi-decently in school and, like, has a shot at getting into college. Whereas Sean is just like completely slacking off in his senior year. And Feeney's like, this is the final year. Like, this matters. If you have any mm-hmm. shot at getting into college, you need to like work for it. And Sean's just like, eh, I'm not going to college. I don't, I don't need to work. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, following the path of Eric. He needs yeah. to go on the uh, Eric Matthews crash course to get into <laughs> college. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's like Feeney needs to understand. You can't help someone who doesn't want to be helped. And well, I think I feel like Corey should understand that as well. But they just care so much about him so that so they can't help themselves. Um, So I'm glad that Sean has these people in his life because things could have turned out so differently for Sean if he didn't have these people like, you know, like on Mean Girls, you know, they're they're pushers, you know, (laughs) they're going to push him. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, Asia, do you think that Corey has any chance into getting into Stanford because he's applying there and I feel like it's just so unrealistic? <laughs> right. I Yeah, it's it's always been like Topanga is so smart, right? She for sure has a chance. But then it's like Corey is that average student. Like yeah. he's going to make good grades, but he's not yeah. going to make great grades. Like Who he's going to ex- excel in the average way. Yes. Yeah. Who told Corey to <laughs> reach for the stars and go for Stanford? I'm so confused by this one thing. Um, so 
Feeney gets on his, on Sean's case. You have to apply yourself. Um, how do you think you're going to make it into college or make it in college? And Sean says, I don't. Uh, Corey expresses his worry about Sean because he wants to do something for him. Um, and there's um, Feeney basically says, like, I've been trying for four years. And what yeah. can I do for him? Which I think is BS because he, like, went out of his way in an obsessive way to help Eric. Did he, like, lose all of his steam, Jess? Like, does he have no more <laughs> passion I think to that, helping like, students? To be fair, I think he did try and try with, with Eric. But Eric was less aggressive about, like, his lack of interest in going to college. Mm-hmm. And I think more just, like, nonchalant. Like, he, he was more, like down on himself in terms of like oh I don't think I can get in more than Sean is just like nope not going Mm -hmm. not happening and I feel like there's an attitude difference there maybe also could just be that Feeney feels closer to to um, Eric because like the proximity next door and everything but you're probably right he probably is a bit worn down I mean how many kids has he had these same conversations (laughs) with over the years you know he's just tired of it Asia yeah it's just like Sean is just like intentionally defiant Whereas, yes. like you said, Eric is just it. There's not that much effort, you know, with Eric because it's just like nonchalant. Yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna try. I'm yeah. going to push him, but it's like okay, since Eric's not resisting, like intentionally resisting, then it's it's okay. It's, it doesn't feel as much like as much of a work, yeah. you know. It feels like a walk in the park as opposed to like you're sprinting like two miles, right? But then with Sean. There's he's actually going against him is like you you feel like you're going against like a force and Feeney's tired yeah just yeah. tired I would be tired too <laughs> right. then retire Feeney what can I say you gotta try <laughs> you gotta try hard with all your students um our next scene is. Eric is handing out flyers for his fraternity party. (laughs) And at first we're like, oh, this is like another hazing ritual. Like this is what he has to do for the fraternity. But turns out he has already quit the fraternity and has started his own fraternity. And he claims that he's the head cheese. I don't know if that is a accurate term or a position that you can take within the Greek system. Just just guessing. Right. It'd be more like the president, the any, any he is title. The founder. Founder. Yeah, you know? that it's solid. But that's what gets me. Like at this point, we don't even know a name. So what's on the flyer? <laughs> I, apparently Jack's name and his name and their their apartment information and <laughs> yeah. that's it Jack that, and Eric <laughs> yeah singles only and no children all the children go to the fraternity parties at Pembroke <laughs> I'm like do they really is that necessary to say like I guess so but like dang if they need to put that on the flyer and singles only, that's, like, very, like, exclusive. Because well, right. they, all they want is single girls to, like, hang out with. So that's the whole, that is the whole impetus of this entire situation. So, yeah, I love how, like, Jack is like, um, I don't want to be included in this. And then, of course, he gets roped into it because the dean, the fake dean, the dean that we don't actually like because the nice dean comes later. Um, <laughs> he's on to their little tricks. And he, he just seems, like, honestly, no fun. No. Not at all. No, it's very. Um, it reminds me a lot of Greek 
the show Greek mm-hmm. when like the dean of that, I love show, that show. Oh, love that show. Yes. The dean of that show hated Capitao. And it was very this like, hey, you Capitao brothers, like, don't run that party. I'm good. And I'm going to crash that party. It was very right. that. So um, he's like, why are you in my quote unquote, college hallway? If they're college students, then they can be in the college ha- uh, hallway. <laughs> and he doesn't yeah. like that they're soliciting and passing out flyers. And he, they say, um, we're, um, we're having our fraternity party and we're founding members. And he's like, I've never heard of this fraternity. What's your fraternity called? And it is... Uh, somebody was wearing a Magnum P.I. shirt, and they say Magnum Pie. It could um, be worse, to be honest. Like, it could be could so be much worse. worse. Yeah. The only issue is that um, Magnum is not a Greek letter. <laughs> oh, this is how he got them. This is how he knew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, if he knows, if he or Dean, you know Greek life. I was like, he could have easily just called him out right then and there. Like, yeah. Not a Greek mm-hmm. letter. No, but he wanted yeah. to meet the love boat guys. So he was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go along with this ruse. <laughs> Asia, did you have to um, memorize the Greek alphabet just for your own educational purposes and not because you were told or asked to? <laughs> for my own oh my educational gosh. purposes, I know the Greek alphabet. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Magnum Pi, the great fraternity, started at the University of Hawaii and um <laughs> and that's that that's their that's their uh their founding chapter right it's like was he just thinking of like let me just think of something far far away mm-hmm. hawaii that's exactly what it was yeah <laughs> oh, yeah gosh. so they're gonna try to pull off this ruse with the whole dean and not get caught which of course they're they're going to because it's eric like eric is always gonna get caught literally everything he tries to pull yeah, he's yeah. not very sneaky. No. He's not that savvy. Not at all. <sighs> um, so Feeney is on a war path because Sean is cutting classes. So Corey has decided that he needs to write a note um, from his parents, which Feeney would know better that like no one has seen Verna or Chet in like right. 500 right. days. Um, and she asked Topanga, how do you spell Sean's name? Is it S-H-A-W-N or S-E-A-N? Um, which is very alarming that you don't know how to <laughs> right. spell your best friend's name. He forgot a third way. There's also a S-H-A-U-N. Oh, yeah. But still, like, how do you not know how to spell your best friend's name? You've been best friends since, like, according to the show, you were, like, five, and you don't know how to spell your best friend's name? Because I'm thinking, okay, in what – I'm trying to give Corey the benefit of the doubt. In what – in 1997, granted, I was – so at that time, I was five years old, right? Mm -hmm. Technology wasn't that – it, technology was just not where it is today, obviously. Yeah. What context would he have seen Sean's name? Because if Sean's doing, Sean's not doing homework, right? 
So he wouldn't be writing his name at the top of a paper. <laughs> I feel right. like he okay. would be like passing notes and be like, hey, Sean, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Boys don't pass notes. Oh. I, we, we like we've um, we've yeah. market researched this. Apparently, like they don't pass notes. And I've asked about this and I was like, OK, but like, how do you communicate with your friends yeah. during class? And they say that they talk at lunch weirdo. What if you have something like that's an emergency? <laughs> Apparently then you would tell them like in the halls like boys don't pass notes. They have no interest this to. sounds like a farce to me. <laughs> I've asked. We've asked. We've asked uh, many a men oh and they don't gosh. pass notes. I'm um, missing out for, I think. And also Asia I would say like birthday invitations but you know mm. you had no birthdays. Yeah. He would have just showed up like they told each other what was happening and he came. Yeah. So it was just like he's not reading Sean's mail. Yeah. School you know, Sean's not reading. Or right. yearbooks. Y- yearbooks. Yep. Yearbooks. But is is Corey looking at Sean's name in the yearbook or is he staring at Topanga's picture? Staring at Topanga's picture yeah. all day. You know? It's true. And so I, I feel like, like a lot know? of times you're more just like a like, oh, like, hey, have a good summer. Like, you're not, like, writing, like, dear Sean, you know? Yeah. Like, it's probably <laughs> yeah. more casual. Although with Corey, I do feel like he might make it <laughs> less yeah. casual. He would write, like, the whole page because oh, it's no, Corey, right? He you know? would take up, like, two pages. It's Corey. Mm-hmm. Does anybody yeah. have any hot takes? Like, what's the better spelling of Sean versus Sean versus Sean? I prefer the way Sean Hunter spells it. I think it makes the most sense because the S-E-A-N is what, like the Irish, like the Mm -hmm. the, um, Celtic way or something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I like Sean Hunter. I like the way way he spells it. Yeah, I feel like Sean, the way he spelled it, that was my first exposure to a Sean. Yes. And then like growing up in school, I saw mostly S-E-A-N. And then I had a coworker whose name was S-H-A-U-N, and I was spelling it S-H-A-W-N for the longest. And I was like, what? And and so I'm guilty of, you know, what people do to me. You know, (laughs) I just, I think it was one of those things where my brain saw, I I can't remember what it's called, that thing that like it tricks you into the concept, you know. Yeah. Let's pretend we're in philosophy class. (laughs) It's that thing that tricks you into thinking something was always that way. Yes. Like, you're yeah, like, oh, I've yeah. always been doing this, so it must be the right way. Right. Yeah. And so I thought I've always just seen it with the W. But, yeah, no, there's you. But, yeah, I, I would say my preference is the with the H and the W. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I don't even think I know any Sean's with a – well, I don't think – okay, actually, let me just stop. I don't think I know any Sean's. But <laughs> I, I, stop. I don't know any Sean's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I definitely don't know any Sean's, S-E-A-N, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I actually met, have met a Sean that was S-E-U-N. S-E-U-N. Oh, that's yeah, that very a interesting different. spelling. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Getting real creative. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, basically, Feeney's like, where is Sean? And Corey is silent. He, like usual, is, um, has Sean's back Mm -hmm. and is very loyal to him. Meanwhile, Sean has arrived at philosophy class and Jennifer saved him a seat. And (laughs) Sean Mm -hmm. wants to sit in the back, but Jennifer wants to sit in the front, which is like a big dilemma. Of course, Sean does not want to sit in the front, but there he is. Up in the front, um, this professor, professor, his name is Professor Michaels, Mm. um, played by Julius Carey. Funnily enough, 
the same exact actor that plays Angela's dad later in the season. However, That's where I recognize him from. Yeah. However, uh, they claim that it's not the same person. They love to do stuff like that. <laughs> they love to it's do like, it. It's like, do you think that I'm not going to recognize him? This dude right. has like the most commanding presence in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. And you think I'm not going to catch on to that? Yep. We're on um, to your tricks. Yeah. Right. So this is uh, there. He talks about uh, philosophy paradoxes. And the question is, a hungry dog is placed an equal distance between two bowls containing equal amounts of food. Which does he choose? So we have Winston to your left. We have Pepper to your right. We <laughs> have four bowls. Which bowls does Winston and Pepper go to? Whichever well, Winston sees first is the bowl he's going to. <laughs> Honestly, as long as they have the same food in them, he's going to whatever one he sees first. Yeah, Pepper is going to sit there and wonder, why do you have food in front of me and not a toy? So it's so odd. She is so toy motivated. motivated. You give her a treat. It's like when we go to pet stores and it's like those friendly pet stores where the like the owners yes. will, like come out and try to like oh hi and they'll give the, can I give her a treat I'm like you can try she's not gonna, she's eat not it. gonna eat it. she they give her a treat she literally spits it out on the ground it's like give her a t- free toy she'll love <laughs> right? that oh she loved like if you saw the toy chest we have with all the to- pepper like if you take one out she's going to play with every single one but treats yeah. ugh yeah. yeah my one dog is definitely. Belle is food motivated, but she loves her balls, which is like a new development. Like she's 10 years old and I didn't know that she liked balls until this year. So now she's like ball crazy, um, which is adorable because she's like she comes home, comes back from walks and is like all over her balls. It's really cute. And then Oliver is definitely toy motivated, but he's food motivated, too. Mm, nice um, balance. Yeah, it's a nice balance. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For ninety dollars more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For hundred and thirty more, you'll be a swole member. And for just three hundred dollars more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy. Always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Yeah, but I love how, like, Sean accidentally stumbles upon, like, the correct answer the correct here. Answer. And, like, most of the time <laughs> where he's just like, um, you're not going to let yourself starve. You're going to eat. Like, you're not going to die because you can't make a choice. He's like, oh, and that's that's the will. That's the will to live. That's the predominant human trait. <laughs> like, oh, OK, yeah. Why do we think that Sean is so good at philosophy? Is it because like he's not like a a complex thinker in a way? Like he sees things more in black and white and he doesn't like stress out about all like the, the tiny of details of life. I think so. I think he's very street smart. And so he's going to mm-hmm. go to a logical conclusion. Like he is not like the book smart individual, like the girl who's like, oh, it's this thing. Like it's answer. It's on page 25 of the textbook. Like the person will die without choosing. He's like, no, Dodoy, people are going to eat. Like, I think mm-hmm. that's why he's probably so good at it is he goes to the street forward answer. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so it, and it's interesting with philosophy because I I had one friend in college majored in philosophy and I never knew what he was studying. Like I just just like what I mean and yeah. and if it truly is that it's like yeah, if you're just streets it's all about 
the just having original thoughts or not even original thoughts, just maybe not even common thoughts either, but just being able to think. I think Sean is able to do that. He's had to think through how to get through his life because of his circumstances. It's not like things you learn, like textbook definitions of certain things. Yeah. Yeah. The professor calls out um, nonlinear thinking is what Sean is doing. And Mm. he's kind of specializing in the Schopenhauer theory. Um, No clue what that is. Didn't take (laughs) philosophy in college. So I can't speak on that. But apparently it's graduate level. So uh, very impressive. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then also we get the fact that like uh, he the professor also liked the fact that like Sean realizes that there is no free life, uh, free will in life. He uh, doesn't really have a choice. He's just told to do stuff and has to do it. Yeah. So. um, So we the next scene we get Sean working on a paper and Corey's like, hey, there's Shawnee like working on Feeney's paper. And he's working on a homework project for a class that he's not even in. (laughs) This is so ridiculous. Like, you're not going to get grades, Sean. Like, I don't understand why the teacher even graded his paper. Like, was he like, how am I going to log this? The student isn't in my class. Like, it's ridiculous. (laughs) And and why is he there at school? Like, you're not going to go. This is the the highest question, Asia. He's sitting in the hallway doing this. Yes. So Sean thinks it's, necess- if sh- it's necessary to still go to school, to be physically at high school. However, he does not think it's appropriate for himself to go to actual class. Right. So does he just like, he goes to homeroom and then spends the rest of the day in the hallway in the senior lounge? That's it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Is no one walking through the hallways like, hey, what are you doing? Why are you not in class? Like, there's no accountability. Like, hall passes were a thing. I'm I'm sure. So, yeah. 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 It's ridiculous. It like, is. I don't, if you're cu- going to cut class, Sean, then don't go to school. Commit. Cut <laughs> class. Commit right? fully. Yeah. <laughs> Commit fully. Go to the college library at Pembroke and just do your paper there. Yeah. Cause he's essentially yeah. just like spitting in Feeney's face even like more for being like, I'm going to be yes. here, but not be in your class. And it's so <laughs> ridiculous that he tells Corey, he's like, I don't need high school. I'm already in college. It's like, bro, do you understand? <laughs> like you have to like apply and get in right. and actually be on, you know, the actual like attendance list for college. <laughs> like it's just Sean logic. It is. This is, this is, I mean, this is okay, hold on. Let, let's think about this. If you just show up to classes and like go you physically i in on your resume you're like i went to pembroke i went i was i was there i went to these classes Mm -hmm. i was physically there like it's not like well i guess you do put on your resume what year that you graduated but still you can still say like i went to pembroke university at your job interview and it's not a lie you were physically there you attended the same philosophy class over and over again Every semester. Because like in, in Sean's head, what's his next steps? OK, you take philosophy class. That goes great. Right. You do that this semester. You just pick another class next semester. The thing is, is he's not even thinking that far in advance. You know, <laughs> yeah. like he's just yeah. like, this is what's going to happen. And of course, like this is after this. Right. Is when they go to um when they're we're in Feeney's class and he like poor Corey and Topanga really get like 
not great results from covering for Sean again. Like mm-hmm. this, the whole class now is writing a stupid paper because they can't lie <laughs> for Sean anymore. It's like, oh yeah. my gosh. Corey last season or the season before told Sean I'm not covering for you anymore and he really should have stuck to that <laughs> yeah, thought then. because covering for Sean has never boded well for him. He either has gotten in trouble with his family or Feeney or whomever but he continues to do it because he's the most loyal friend in the world mm-hmm. and now everybody has to write a two-page paper and I'm going to tell you, not even if you buy me my chicken nuggets and fries, that will still not make up for the pa- no. fact that I have to write a two-page paper. <laughs> and what's their obsession with states that it's like they're not even thinking, OK, let me think of a different country. They're thinking of just states that aren't like on the mainland because like he says that Sean is in Alaska. So we've gone from, you know, yeah. thinking of Hawaii. Hawaii to thinking of Alaska. So they don't have Which enough is... of an education to know anywhere else, I think. It's like, <laughs> they senior year of high school. Yeah. 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 So like Feeney is, so then Feeney, so then everybody finally gives up Sean and he's in the hallway. Mm-hmm. So Feeney goes out to confront him and he's like, listen, like, I understand you're writing a college essay. You need to be in class. Like, you need to know the basics first. And Sean is like, um, no. And Feeney suspends Sean, which is like kind of a big deal. Like this doesn't happen a lot where someone mm-hmm. actually gets suspended. And of course, Corey's like very upset. But Sean's like, oh, OK. And he's like, get out of here. That means you can't even do your college courses in the hallway anymore, Sean. Go do them at home. <laughs> and Corey's lot like, but it's Sean. Yeah, Sean can't just go doing whatever he yeah. wants and think that's, that's called that's nepotism, fine. Corey, and that's not <laughs> right. allowed, you know? Right. I don't think that they learned that word. They didn't. Mm. They don't know that word. Yeah. Didn't. You don't know the basics. You don't know you don't nepotism. Know <laughs> yeah. You don't know it. Yeah. That's a college level course, a graduate <laughs> level word. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so we get Jack in a dress, um, in the red dress. He decided if he's going to pretend to be in a fraternity, <laughs> he might as well be in a real fraternity. So now he's pledging Omega um, and has to wear the dress. Yeah, he's hazed. <laughs> For their own reason, not because they were told or asked to. Right, right. Because hazing is not real. Yep. <laughs> so, um, yes. Uh, sh- What's Eric with the is- dresses? Why? Why is that the thing? There's nothing else. The only fraternities um, that I knew of in school, they wanted to. They were not told to, but they wanted to run laps like at like 5 a.m. in the morning on the green. Oh, (laughs) yeah, because they wanted to. And, you know, they were Mm. drinking the night before, so it's even worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's 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 for their own health. Yeah, for their own. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. a little bit of light exercise in the morning. stay together yeah. that's what i've always heard yes um so yeah apparently eric thinks that the dean loves him because he's convinced that he has a relationship with the dean like he does with eric, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's 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 not happening so the dean winds up coming and he says i have a niece at the university of hawaii in oahu and she has no knowledge of magnum pie which is nobody not making the connection that it's like magnum pi like it's a television show which by the way the reboot 
um, has a real hold on my fiance. He loves that show. He watches it every week. <laughs> I've never watched. I have never seen. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I don't know what. Okay, like it's like I think that it's a PI dude that is in Hawaii and they like solve crimes, but it's like I want to know. Since when is there so much crime in Hawaii? Like, every single week, there's crime in Hawaii. Like, I thought people in Hawaii were pretty chill. Well, to be honest, this is actually the very moment that I just made the connection that the Magnum P.I. on the shirt was in Hawaii, and that's why Sean, or that's that's why Eric said Hawaii. I I did not get that. Well, it's because you're not forced to watch Magnum P.I. every week. True. That's true. That's that's (laughs) why. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I watch it like every week. That in Hawaii Five O. My fiance loves like true crime P.I. shows. That play, take place in Hawaii. There's it's such a specific bond. market. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's his bread and butter. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's like, "Oh, we don't have a Oahu chapter. We are very big in a." Uh, and he uses like a phrase that is very not Hawaiian, and I'm <laughs> sure that the Hawaiians do not appreciate it. Um, They are funded by alumni, and apparently they have famous celebrity alumni. And they claim, Jack claims, the lie that he comes up with is that they, they, there are famous celebrity alumni are Ted Lang and Bernie Koppel from The Love Boat. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like this joke, like, probably would have been, like, slightly funnier in the 90s, because, like, (laughs) I mean, like... Old people in the 90s watch The Love Boat. Like, definitely nobody now is, like, referencing right. The Love Boat anymore. So I was like, when these two dudes walk in later, I'm like, literally put them in a lineup of people couldn't have told you they were famous. Right. You know? Like, yeah, I have never seen. It's, it's a, a series or a movie? I think it's See, a show. It was a TV show. Okay. Yeah. See, I have never seen an episode, yeah. a moment, a second of The Love Boat. Um, but yeah, at that time, it's probably like, oh my gosh, so cool. Yeah, I think today. it was like, and and I think as a child when I was watching this, like I didn't know who these people were, but because people seemed excited that they were there, yeah. I as a kid was like, this is so cool. Like the Love Boat people are here. And it's like I never watched the Love Boat. I did watch Gilligan's Island. Now if the mm. Gilligan's Island people were there, then I would have been like, oh, celebrities. Mm-hmm. Um. So apparently the Dean is a big fan of Love Boat and he's going to attend the fraternity party. And there, there we go. Um, Ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous, but that's what we get. Um, right. It's like in what world is the dean showing up in? Like, I'm I'm assuming this is like is, this is an off campus apartment, right? That it, yeah, <laughs> like I, it has to be like an off campus housing. Why is the dean showing up to this random student's house? <laughs> and then on top of that, it's like you don't want to give off the air that you're like obsessed with Eric and actually have an interest in these kids. But you are pulling a Feeny because you're like up their butts. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's like the wannabe Feeny and like he sucks at it. Like he's not a a good diet Feeny. You know, he can never be Feeny. He's not a good store brand Feeny. Yeah. 
Mm-mm. We're back in philosophy class and Sean is like holding court and <laughs> talking to everybody about like, I don't know. He's like, like, oh my God, oh. I learned so much about philosophy last night. Like, wait till yeah. I spout some wisdom on you. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you you can't uh, you can't appreciate it unless you read it in the original German text. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> OK. Sure. Exactly. Sure. Um, so then we get the. um the Corey comes in. He's there to try to lure Sean back, and um, he. I, I. I think it's funny how like he asks Corey, and Corey does what he thinks is essentially what Sean's doing. He's just like throwing out BS, <laughs> yes. and. This sets the professor off in like a real tizzy. I love this like, moment where he's just getting yeah. reamed out by the professor because he has no idea what he's saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's like, that's bull. This is what happens. Like people think that they can just throw out cliches and I'm supposed to be impressed. Well, I'm not. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm just frustrated because I don't even know how any of you even got into college. Um, and then he's like, and in that talking to that fact, I'm going to hand out your papers and he hands out their papers and the paper we've never seen Sean Asia work on a paper in our lives. And he worked on this paper all school day and he gets an F on this damn paper. (laughs) And I just was like, okay, how bad was it? Like, Okay, yeah. if he had some of the thoughts that were like un- interesting enough for the professor to think he is legit a college student, but for us to later find out <laughs> from Feeney that the paper was one sentence, like one a whole sentence, yeah, run on sentence. It makes sense that he got an F. Like even if his ideas, he has like a good thread of an idea or a solid mm-hmm. like thesis. If the rest of your paper is crap because it's not coherent at all, because. I don't know you haven't learned the basics because you didn't finish high school like <laughs> of course you're not going to do well I, I do like the result of this episode like I think it's like it's fine it's an okay episode but I like like the result of like yeah you can't just all of a sudden be really good in college writing an essay if you didn't learn how to properly structure an essay how to cite your sources how to do yeah. a lot of the like menial not fun things you have to learn like yeah he loves philosophy but if he doesn't understand how to write an essay you're no one's going to understand what you're thinking what you're what you're philosophizing philosoph- philosophizing <laughs> go back to school how did you even get into college i didn't Jessica? i didn't <laughs> i and i will say there is one workaround to all of this just get yourself a college boyfriend who edits and updates all of your papers oh like i God. did and then you'll be fine right no yeah uh, he didn't even that wasn't even a thought on sean's mind of like let me get someone to proofread this before I turn it in. Yeah. Like he was just like, I got this. And so, yeah, I love that this was so realistic and it taught people a lesson. Don't just think you can do things just because for a split moment, you know, I can go outside and throw a football and someone could catch it. And I I can't start thinking, oh, my gosh, I need to be on a team. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, NFL, baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which reminds me, Jessica, why do we even have a podcast? Just because we own microphones doesn't mean that <laughs> so we should, should be here. <laughs> this is a true story. A true story. <laughs> it's like we went, we went on to freaking Target.com and ordered ourselves yeah. some Just microphones. Just because you own microphones does not mean you should start a podcast. <laughs> y'all y'all got to remember the basics. The yeah, basics. we got to remember the basics. Well, How dare us. This whole time. 
<laughs> um, but why did I do that like a couple of weeks ago? <laughs> good, this is why another good tip for podcasting. Always have a backup. Always have yes. a backup. Always have backup. a backup. Yeah, that's just the basics. Yeah. Hey. You can't come on here. Yeah. You got to go to podcast school. That's hilarious because I, re- I specifically remember one time I was doing a like a morning update with Taryn for Big Brother and literally it was probably I don't know I had done a few at that point so I thought okay I'm I'm killing it I know what I'm doing now yeah and then finish it and I just I never listened back but this one time I was like let me listen back to a little bit of it my whole audio was coming from my computer and Ugh. not my mic I was like Ugh. what Why am I someone d- tell me <laughs> I know. I was yeah. like, you know, I've never actually, I've never done it again. I always check now. Yeah. But I was like, okay, I'm not killing time. it. I need to. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I need to be on top of this. What? Why did I it get so relaxed? To the best of us. I've done it before, and I've been in like a full depression when it happened. Yeah. And it, I was honestly, like, your I, audio I, didn't even sound that bad. I thought no, it really did. I was like, Jessica, I can't even listen to it. <laughs> I was like, I can't even listen to it. On a scale of like zero to tragic, like Sarah was at full tragedy and I was at like a six. I was like, honestly, yeah. No, I like went into like a big funk for like a week and a half over (laughs) this damn thing. Uh, Okay, let's let's move forward. Let's move forward. Um, So we are at the college party. Oh, well, actually, Sean's like really upset because he's I do want to say he's like, I don't belong in high school. I don't belong in college. I don't belong anywhere. Yeah, um, he has a full freak out. And I love Corey trying to leave, too, and the professor, like, stopping him. Yeah. <laughs> you, Schopenhauer, me, leaving. <laughs> right. Um, so we get uh, the party. The party is raging. And um, the girls are being lured to the closet. I don't know why. I don't know I don't going want- to the closet. Girls, leave. Leave immediately. Don't go to the closet. Don't go to the closet. Yeah. Is that like um, spin the bottle or like what happens It's like a combo a of like seven minutes in heaven, mm. but like times 10. Right. <laughs> Just don't go to the closet. Yeah. You don't have to go. Um, but thank goodness the girls didn't have to go to the closet because the dean comes to the college party and says, freeze. You don't think I'm a clown, do you? Um, <laughs> he's like, I know that there's no magnum pie. Um, and he's like, I, I was really excited to meet the love boat people. And then Jack says, um, guess what? I'm not scared because... Here's the love boat people now. (laughs) How did he pull this off? His dad's rich. I feel like they have connections somehow. Okay. I forgot the whole money aspect. I feel like there's a reason he specifically mentioned those guys from the love boat. It's because he was like long, long gaming it. Playing the long game where he's like, I could always bring them, you know? Yeah, it's like cameo, but in person. Because I did mention how they were getting paid. That's cameo (laughs) in person. How much does it do you think it costs to get any of the big brother people to come to your party? Right. Uh, Oh, actually, this reminds me. So when I worked in the city for my ex boss, she actually like rented slash like paid one of the drag race people to come to her daughter's birthday party. Whoa. And it happened. But you have no idea how much it was. Um, so it I can't I can't remember. It was through like a charity thing, but um they like it was supposed to be like take ice lessons with like drag race superstar mm. blank. And like instead of taking ice lessons, she's like, 
can instead of this, can you come to my daughter's birthday party? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. So like they like she put money in Mm -hmm. for this charity event. So it was X amount of dollars. But it's definitely not what they anticipated on doing. Yeah. Um, so that was I, that. Yeah. I feel like Big Brother people will probably want you to pay for their flight, pay for yeah. their hotel. So, yeah, no. Yeah. But Pricey. these guys, they're like, um, they're just like, oh, hi, friend. Yeah. He's just like, he's like, what? Just because you think they showed up, like, I'm going to be like, le- like less harsh on you? No. <laughs> um, and uh, he's like, okay, well, you're going to be shut down tomorrow morning. But um, come on, come on, Ted and Bernie, we're going to hang out. You're going to go meet my mom. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) all right. Oh, my God. It's just like Capitao. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I loved his uh, his uh, he was saying all I've realized is like I was drunk when I hired the dean of admissions. Not going to lie. That one kind of went over my head at first. And I was like. Oh, because they got into the school. Got yep. it. <laughs> it's be- Asia, I don't blame you. It's because this Dean sucks and he's yeah. not funny and I don't like talking to him or talking yeah. about him. Yeah. Um. So he so it's like I don't I don't even want his jokes. Um, so <laughs> Eric and Jack are like, you know what? Tonight, tonight we are open for business. Tomorrow we close. So let's party it up ladies let's go to the closet and then the ladies go to the closet they should stay away from the closet ladies how big is this closet it can't be that big like it's not a huge part right (laughs) they're not all gonna fit really taking turns now yeah oh my gosh my question is like couldn't this have all been avoided if they just hey i'm having a party in my apartment why put it under the guise of being a fraternity party just hey we're having a good time. Exactly. Because yeah. the girls don't want to go to the fraternity party, but yeah. they think yeah. that they do. Uh, yeah. Um, Amy and Alan just came back from their local yogurt shop named Glaciers. Yeah. Hey, Phoenix, do know. you want some yogurt? Like, <laughs> is this a, I hope it's frozen yogurt. I think it has to be. It's called Glaciers. It has yeah. to be. Okay. Because otherwise, like, don't offer a man yogurt. Like, what a weird but thing to offer someone. Yeah, I don't want it, and I don't want any frozen yogurt you've traveled with. It's not like it was around the corner. Like, like it oh, had to journey. Extra. Yeah, <laughs> that's I feel like it's like a sixteen handles type of place where you get to choose yes. your toppings. Like you don't know what Feeny yes. likes. What if he's mm-hmm. allergic to something? <laughs> yeah, allergic to nuts. Yeah, that's why I don't understand why people order froyo from like Seamless or like Grubhub. It's mm-hmm. like your froyo is gonna be melted by the time yep. it gets to you. What Fully are you yeah. thinking? With this? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so then we have like, um, so then, of course, Corey wants to go talk to Feeney about Sean's suspension. But Sean is just like comes back and he's just like, you know what? Like, I deserved it. Like, I was a jerk. You know, like I got I'm not even good enough to be in college. Like, look, this F blah, blah, blah. And he hands the essay over to Feeney and Feeney being the kind and gentle soul that he is. He hmm. reads the essay and he's just like, yeah, well, it's an entire sentence. Sean. <laughs> <laughs> it's one sentence and uh you need to know he's like you have he's like you have good potential like i don't even know this much about what's the guy's name again sarah you had the name schopenhauer schopenhauer but you just need structure like and this is what i can teach you right. i love this moment like i feel like a lot of the sean feeney moments are really worth it because yeah i don't know a lot of us are sean's in school and not Corey's or not topanga's and to see a teacher or a principal willing to take a chance on a kid who, like, 
you know, hasn't had an easy life and like doesn't always think the best of himself and therefore doesn't try because he doesn't think it's even worth trying. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that Feeney is always willing to like offer a hand no matter how many times Sean is just like blows him off. Asia, he's always willing to go back and be like, I will teach you if you let me. I will teach you. And even with Feeney saying, like, this is clearly college level, you could tell how much Sean respects Feeney and values what he says. Yes. Because, like, Feeney saying that alone made Sean feel have some hope and realize, you know what? Maybe I should finish high school so that I could go to college. That's all it yeah. took was Feeney to validate him, even in the slightest. Yep. Yeah, and it's because he's a type of kid that's never really heard it before. So when mm-hmm. he does get that affirmation, it really means a lot to him. Yeah. Probably more than Topanga hearing, like, you got the right answer for the 11th time in the day. <laughs> right. So um, I'm glad that Feeney came around and actually wanted to help um, and encourage Sean. Um and he what does he get he doesn't get he doesn't get this paper graded but he does say that i am going to throw in a little schopenhauer for you and he says i don't know as much as you do but i'm willing to learn which is probably also very encouraging for sean yeah Mm -hmm. i loved that Um, i love this moment yeah now did you love the end scene when the love boat guys (laughs) were hanging out in the matthews kitchen being force-fed Matthew's stories. <laughs> you think you're led to believe it's the other way around and that they all mm-hmm. want to hear like love boat stories. But no, it's just Amy repeatedly telling them dumb <laughs> stories about the Matthews family. And they're like, please let us leave. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, why do they care? They literally could do that no. to anybody. They could have Feeney no. in there. Like, and why does Amy Feeney's care to share? <laughs> Like, do you think, like, we get to hour five and they're like, you know what? Do I hear the craziest thing? Like, at one time we had one daughter and then she went in her room for a long time and she came out and she was a totally different girl. That was crazy. Ridiculous. Like, we are never going to be able to leave here. No. Yeah. This end scene was ridiculous. Yeah. It's just like, okay, whatever. No one knows who these love bows guys are at this point. So we've had enough. What, like right, 2022? Like, nobody knows Love Boat guys? No. <laughs> and was this a two-day thing, or did they go from Jack and Eric's to hanging out with the Dean and then to the <laughs> oh, Matthews <laughs> one night? Let them leave. Let them go right. home. This poor guy. Overall, uh, I liked this episode, though. Like, I didn't really care too much about, like, the Jack and Eric of it all. Like, it seems kind of silly and, you know, not super meaningful. But I like the the sto- the forward momentum for Sean as a character in his arc and ultimately like him getting into college and all of that. And kind of like I always love the Sean and Feeney stuff. It doesn't come all the time. I feel like in the early seasons it was much more Corey and Feeney. Um, mm-hmm. But more recently we've gotten more Sean and Feeney content. And I like that like he, he needs someone else to work on, right? Like Eric's in college now. So he needs another like prodigy. He needs another, you know, special project to work on. Um, Mm -hmm. so ultimately I think this is a decent episode yeah I like I like this season because y'all talked about it so far this season um about how you know you know the new the new sets they're you know being able to be in college yeah so we're getting that environment um I'm sad I missed Angela on this episode I love her so um I'm Looking forward to, you know, rewatching the rest of the season. I don't know how many times I've seen the entirety of Boy Meets World, mm-hmm. but it's too many at this point. Um, but I, I, I love I love the show. So it's, I feel like there are elements in every episode that I'm like, 
okay, I really like that. So this one was like, okay, I really like the learning moment from Sean um, in that, you know, his future is important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, yeah. the present is very important to his future. Um, yeah. But yeah, solid episode. I don't know why for me, like this was one of the most memorable episodes of the series, not the fraternity side <laughs> of it. But I've been talking about like, Sean like sitting in on philosophy class like since the beginning of our podcast and it's like another one of those episode milestones where I'm like I can't believe we've made it to this point like I remember talking about this forever and once again I don't know why it sat with me for so long like I don't remember like why this is like one of the main episodes that I remember from my childhood Uh, Mm -hmm. maybe that's just a like Disney channel thing where they (laughs) air this episode a lot but yeah like Sean sitting in in philosophy class always grabbed me and Mm -hmm. I think it's because it's like I don't know to see Sean motivated and passionate about something this is pre-poetry Sean so it's like there's not a lot that like Sean really gets like passionate for or shown like a lot of interest in so like maybe that's why But um, I'm glad that we're getting like a bigger thinker because pretty soon, yeah, we're getting poetry, Sean. We're getting poetry Mm -hmm. lover. Like I found a book, a mysterious notebook with my favorite poet in it. And I need to find who's the owner of this notebook, Mm. uh, Sean. So that's happening real soon. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, thank you so much for coming on, Asia. It's always a yeah. pleasure to have you on. What are you up to lately? What do you want to plug? Where can people find you? Yeah, thanks for having me on. I think what y'all are doing is great with all the 90s stuff. Um, I love y'all on this pod, specifically talking about uh, Boy Meets World. So keep keep at it. Y'all are, y'all are killing it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you can find me lately podcasting about Married at First Sight. We are on season 14. It's in Boston. If you never checked it out, it is a show about people who meet at the altar and they go on this eight-week experiment being married to this new spouse, this person they've never met before. Um, so I am podcasting with Jason Reed. We're having a great time so far this season. Um, we just finished all the weddings. I think we're, yeah, this week we'll be podcasting about episode four. We're going to have uh, Sarah Carradine on to talk and I love always hearing her perspective so wise and so um yeah if you never checked it out you can definitely go subscribe at rob has a website.com slash m-a-f-s feed and subscribe and just take a listen even if you don't watch the show if you just want to hear how us talking about it um subscribe um and then of course you know celebrity big brother coming up um be hopping in there a little bit there uh, are rumors of yes, plenty today right? we got some hits from miss julie chamunvez she's yes. uh, coming out with like blind items today yes she is so uh so that yeah that was fun guessing so i can't uh, wait to just you know watch that it's always just such a quick hit you know yeah a few weeks just it's a good it's a good run of big brother i think a couple yeah. of weeks it's a nice one shot it's like it's clean it's not right satisfies the palate before yes. we all wanted to drown ourselves exactly exactly then you have big brother canada coming up i'll definitely be podcasting about that so a lot of podcasting coming up um but yeah everyone if you want to hear what i'm up to you can go follow me on twitter at asia like asia that's a-y-s-h-a like a-s-i-a amazing yes. and uh the sarah, what do spelling. we have yes, the correct spelling <laughs> yeah. and uh, what do we have coming up sarah so much going on 
Yeah, of course, we have our weekly Boy Meets World content and Dawson's Creek content. Next week, we're covering episodes five and six of season five. And we are welcoming on Kevin Mahadeo. And I'm really excited to have him on. Um, And aside from that, we just covered the 2000 Sorry About It movie um, from Final Destination with Ariel. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Later this week, we are covering the 1994 movie Little Rascals with Melissa Denny. Yes, uh, I love Little Rascals. I went to um, high school with uh, Kevin, or what's his name on the, his his real name is Kevin, but on the movie he's Stymie. <gasps> oh, what? Yeah. I love Stymie with the hat. Yes, he's so he cute. was so down to earth. We actually kind of like, like I didn't just know of him. We actually worked together because he was the um, drum major a few years ahead of me and so so when I became drum major I kind of like learned some ropes from him um how to be a good drum major but yeah so down oh he went to my church too so yeah so down to earth people love little rascals Mm -hmm. it's so good that's why people love it people love the little rascals so we're really really excited to talk about the little rascals and welcome back Melissa who we haven't spoken to um, spoken to since Mary Kay and Ashley March, which is almost a year ago. It's been a minute. Yeah. Um, so we got that going on. Um, so catch us at Shit Nineties Pod on Twitter and Instagram, www.shitnineteespod.com. You can find me at Sarah Ferguson. Uh, that is S A R A, not S A R A H. I hope that <laughs> you all know that. Um, and then aside from that, like Jessica and I have a podcast together on the post show recap network we are covering the new hbo show the gilded age which was super fun right jess yeah the premiere just came out so we're gonna have that we have that coverage already out as well as like a kickoff podcast and a little bit of downton abbey talk as well um definitely go check out that podcast we're having a lot of fun with it and we're excited to watch uh season or episode two next monday so check us out there you can also check me out on community building over at post show recaps um that i covered the show community with josh wiggler and then of course um we just wrapped up yellow jackets coverage if you haven't watched that show yet highly recommend it it's over on showtime and that's also on post show recaps uh and you can catch me at the jess sterling on twitter i retweet everything i'm involved in as well there so go check me out we thank you all for listening thank you so much asia for coming back it's always such a fun time to have you on so go check asia out and (laughs) and everything she's talking about big brother's coming up so it's gonna be there's gonna be so much going on um, but thank you all for listening. We will talk to you all next time. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Just ask. Shit 90 shows taught me.